This is the Simpleton Review Podcast. The podcast where incredibly simple individuals review movies and albums in an incredibly simple way. The podcast so simple, it just might be a crime. So buckle up and get ready for the podcast that never stands a chance of insulting your intelligence. And now, here's your host, the founding member of the Simpleton Guild, Nate Simpleton. The Simpleton Review. We are so glad you're here for this uh, next week. We are uh, back, and it's just the three of us here today. And uh, we're going to be talking about James Blake's brand new album, Friends That Break Your Heart. And uh, yeah, it's his fifth studio album. And it was released by Republic Records and Polydor Records on the 8th of October, after initially being scheduled for release on the 10th of September. But because of uh, physical production difficulties and um, COVID-19, it was delayed for two months. Big whoop-de-doo. But, uh, it, uh, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. It's got some interesting musicians on it. It's got Jamila Jamil, uh, Joji, Dominic Maker, Kushi, uh, Tom Elmhurst, uh, Rick Knowles. Um, some of these people I know, some of them I don't. Uh, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and talk about it and see if the simpletons like James Blake. Lemuel, let's start off with you. Uh, you know, I enjoyed it. It was pretty soft and melancholy, um, very somber. I thought they did a lot of interesting things with sound here, specifically the way they would, uh, I guess, kind of pan things around and like certain instruments would always be in one ear, others would always be in the other, and then the rest would be centered. And then there was one song... I think, I don't remember what song it was. I kind of think it was Foot Forward, but there was this one where they did this really interesting thing where they, it felt like they took a couple uh, files of his voice and would put some on one side and pitch it up or down, and then the others on the other side and then pitch it the other way. And then they had like the main vocals right front and center. It was really interesting to try to pick that apart a little bit for well me. i know they did a little bit on uh, i think it was uh i'm so blessed your mind they did a little bit of that on and i think uh the second song life is not the same they kind of did some of that on too sometimes i felt it was hard to tell whether or not it was his voice or somebody else's that's but, true yeah. but yeah. yeah i liked it a lot it was interesting i could just sit down and chill and kind of relax and maybe even be a little sad because some of a lot of the lyrics weren't very happy so yeah yeah yeah, there's a lot of minor keys in the music, for sure. There's definitely that. So, All right, anything else to say about that album? Uh, no, other than I guess I kind of <laughs> labeled it as like anti-pop. I don't know why I wrote that. Anti-pop? I was kind of like, this seems like an anti-pop kind of deal. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Charlie, my friend. Yeah. Um, 500 cents. <laughs> my 500 cents. Uh, uh, first is like cherry vanilla. The other is like pumpkin pie. Oh, wait. <laughs> The other is armpit odor. No, armpit. Anyway, hey, that's my favorite. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, yeah, stinky fart. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, um, I, you know, I didn't really get into this album. Uh, uh-huh. It was it was a little bit uh, too soft for me to this this week. Um, it, it's oh my gosh, the musicianship and everything and the production is over the top. Um, I did like the mix of sound and how it had a bit of motion uh, just while listening. Uh, 
Catchy words, though. I mean, this mm-hmm. this guy's a wordsmith. Uh, he put together some phrases that were really cool. I just, you know, uh, let's see. Coming, what was it? Uh, uh, I forget what, uh, um, uh, just like, it was like, it's a, it's a, like the phrase, there's a mile from my head to my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, like little catchphrases that were that, like, just like totally made the songs for me. Uh, the, the guy is like totally over the, uh, just, just intelligent uh uh stringing words together kind of he was definitely more of a poet uh than to, to me it was more poetic than it was music uh I, the music was kind of like a second to the words and there were there were just a lot of good ideas uh the my favorite song was funeral and how how you would like he says he says uh, talking about you know uh waking up at your own funeral like saying like kind of get me out of here <laughs> you know it's yeah. like i could do better than this yeah. uh, what's my next chance <laughs> yeah right right on yeah i i i i actually really thought the music was uh incredible i i thought they did some amazing things with the music like you would think that it was going to go one direction and it would literally stop and do a 180 and go a completely different direction which i just thought was really just I was I was in awe uh, with with that kind of um, with the ability to be able to do that. Like you just I mean you know a lot of pop songs just have this very typical melodic structure to it, <laughs> and these these songs did not. They would be like here and then all of a sudden here and then back down here and over here and you know what I mean. It just was that weird like, uh, and I really really liked that. Uh, his vocals are just incredible. He's got a great oh voice. Um, and then, like you said, production quality was amazing. Um, I, I got to admit, sometimes some I, I liked the raps, but there were on occasion I didn't get why the rap was there. Like it didn't seem like it meshed with the rest of the song. It felt like there were like two different subject matters going on um, between what he was singing and what they were rapping about. So that kind of frustrated me a little bit. Um, I I thought that uh, I, I mean what would you call this? It's kind of it's soul. It's it's R and B music. It's it's you know yeah. so it's it's so it's it's got that feel to it, and you can tell he's he's even though he's white as pasty white as can be, he's firmly ensconced in that world. I'm I'm reading a book right now called uh, the Five Genres or something like that, and it's literally breaking down every single major genre and how we got to where we're at right now. Whether it's rock, rap, country, soul, or R and B punk punk music and so it's it's been a really fascinating read but he talks about r&b and he talks about how it's really hard for white people to be in r&b because you know we've always considered it a black music and and so you know if if you if you if you play r&b music sometimes you're accused of cultural appropriation and and really is that a thing is 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 music does music have a color I don't know. That, I mean, that always bug, kind of bugs me when when people say, "Well, you can't play that kind of music because you're black," or, or you can't play that kind of music because you're white. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, we freak out if we see a black mu- a, a black person playing metal, right? <laughs> On the, Bad know, brains, right? You know, of course, one of the yeah. best metal bands, Living uh, Color, uh, right? One of the best hard rock bands of all time is all black, right? Uh, or, but it's the same thing with R&B or country, you know, we like, I mean, you can only, I can count on one hand how many black country musicians I could think of. Charlie Pride, who's passed away, and Darius Rucker, who really wasn't country to begin with, right? Because he was part of uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, right? So here we have, uh, that's it. So it's, it's just this weird thing, but I think he is, I, look, I, I, some of the music I heard, I really felt could have been done by uh, John Legend. 
easy enough. I mean, oh, I, I yeah. felt like he was that kind of a okay. caliber on here. Uh, maybe not as smooth uh, uh, piano-wise and stuff like that. He's definitely on the more creative bent of things. Um, but I, I did like it. I, I think my biggest critique would be that it was a little too slow. There was times where I was definitely thinking, okay, you can... Let's let's get a few beats. Maybe you know push it up towards ninety or hundred BPMs. That'd be all right. I'm instead of fifty or sixty BPMs for every single song. But I mean, like if you're chilling, like Lemuel said, if you're chilling, or if you want some uh, uh, good study music, you know, if you're doing some work and you want a six, and I, I I do recommend you stick your headphones on and listen to this album with your headphones because you, you I don't think you're gonna get the full effect unless you have some really decent headphones on. Uh, unless you're sitting in the middle of your room and you've got your big stereo speakers directly pointed at your ears, uh, you're not going to get it unless you got the most amazing surround sound system around. So uh, that's my take. I, I've only known of James Blake through just the one or two songs that have been on the radio. Other than that, I really haven't heard much of him, but uh, he's been around a while and he must be pretty uh, accepted in the music industry because he has a lot of People He's a like big collaborator. Yeah, yeah, he is, big time. So, oh, I don't know. I guess we've probably hammered this one to death as well. So, Charlie, let's start with you, my friend. What is your score for James Blake's new album, Friends That Break Your Heart? It's such a positive title. It's so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Uh, I, you know, it's it, it's not, again, it's not my jam, uh, but the, the quality is there. The quality is there. I probably, uh, there's probably maybe two songs that I'll listen to again. Uh, but uh, he he does have a good way with words, and I love that in in a I love having the poets that put together the music, um, because it's 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 not a it's not a single focus it's a dual focus, and I really appreciate that. Uh, there's a bunch of bands that I do like that do that. Uh, this one just the sounds didn't agree with me, and it could be just this album. So definitely give him a spin because you may find something that you absolutely love on this album. That's true. Okay, good deal. Uh, Mr. L.P. Edwards. I, th- <laughs> I think I'd put it at... Getting stronger. Okay, all right. Hold on. We might get copyrighted if we're not too careful here. <laughs> um, I'd put it at a 3.5. I think it's certifiable. I liked kind of just relaxing and jamming and paying attention to all the different sounds he did. Uh, I kind of compared a lot of the songs to Alt-J personally, especially some of the new stuff oh, that Alt-J's yeah. been doing, because a lot of their new stuff has been them playing around with sound and then adding like a rapper to it and stuff, which uh, it's, it's most it's mostly good, but you know, I, I think yeah, it's Yeah, sure was light like that. Yeah, yeah. it's worth yeah. a listen. Okay, all right, great. You know what? I, I really liked it. Uh, I, I found myself coming back to this album maybe... Um, more than the other two that we're reviewing for this month. Um, <laughs> I, I, I did like Imagine Dragons again. Like I said, I mean, their beats are just catchy, but this one just, I, I couldn't get enough of the different sounds. I just was like, wow, this is really interesting. Um, and I haven't been able to say that about a lot of albums we've listened to this year. They have not been interesting. And this one was interesting. So I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to go high. Give it a four. Um, I, I, I think it's well worth a listen. So we got a four and a 3.5. And a three. So because of Charlie, it's all your fault. It is not Simpleton certified, but 
it is it is really really good it's almost there so i would encourage every one of you to go out and check out james blake new album friends that break your heart i don't think you're going to be disappointed and if you like it please let us know if you don't like it please let us know we'd love to hear your opinions in the comments section also please check out our website simplethereview.com where you can find our reviews and our audio podcasts and reviews that we've written believe it or not in fact lemuel finally wrote a new review it was the first one that has been written for our website in probably six months but that's okay <laughs> we got one in so that's good woot, 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 woot. heck yeah good job lem and it was really well written i appreciate it it was good um and we want to also tell you guys about uh a spotify playlist so all the albums that we review we now have a spotify playlist you can check them out it will leave a link in our notes um and we are, we're going to have two playlists i think when it's all said and done we're going to have the one that has all of our albums on there and then one that specifically has just the certified album so please go and check that out spotify if you don't have spotify you guys are just dumb go get spotify come on nerds <laughs> all right all right so that's it this is what we got for james blake friends of break your heart thank you so much for joining us here at the simpleton review we look forward to seeing you next time please come back we love you so much don't forget about us all the two of you that watch <laughs> i love you bye